2: Visit LiveNation.com slash to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, Oh, and Two Door Cinema
3: Club. NFL Explained is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
1: Welcome to NFL Explained, a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
3: Upwork is the world's work marketplace.
1: Empower your business and hire the world's most in-demand developers, designers, project managers, and more at www.upwork.com.
0: America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas. Most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. 32 yards by Crosby. It's up, and it is good, but hang on. The Bears call timeout. That does not count. Packers win it. Some game.
1: We've all seen it. The final few seconds of a close game. The kicker lines up for a make-or-break field goal. Heart rates start spiking. The blood pressure starts creeping up, only to hear a whistle. The defense calls a timeout prior to an important kick. And in football vernacular, this is what we call icing the kicker. Welcome, my friend, Mike Yam. How are you doing today?
3: I'm doing great. When you talk about the heart rate spiking and the blood pressure going, are you talking about the fans or the kicker? Because I think you're describing me (laughs) while I'm watching some of these guys line up (laughs) only to hear that whistle go off. Go, here we go again. Here's the icing.
1: I'm Aditi Kinkabala. That is my dear, dear friend, Mike Yam. And today we are going to talk about exactly that. Whose heart rate goes up? Who gets irritated? And as common as this has become, we really need to answer the question. Does the psychological warfare of icing the kicker actually work. Mike, we're going to dive into the origins of this. We're going to take a look at what the stats say. We'll find out what a few coaches and players have to say. And then I am going to see where you line up on this. If yeah. you are a head coach, are you waving your hand and calling time or are you just saying, let it be?
3: Okay. I don't want to give anything away, Aditi, but you know, I'm a numbers guy. I love the analytics. And if I was a head coach, I'd be leaning on some of those analytics. But I think it's really important, to Aditi, to explain the statistical parameters surrounding a kick and it being classified as icing the kicker. So, a team, because I always thought it was like, yo, call timeout right before the guy lines up, that's icing the kicker. And yes, while that is a part of it, two minutes or less remaining in regulation or at any point in an overtime, that also is considered icing the kicker. And if the kicking team has a max lead of eight or if they're down by three, and it's actually believed that one of the first known instances of a kicker being iced is maybe one of the most famous field goal attempts. In NFL history, I actually remember being in one of my best friend's basements at the time watching the Super Bowl, (laughs) January 27th, 1991. Don't ask me what I was wearing that day, but it's Super Bowl 25, Bills and Giants and Buffalo kicker Scott Norwood lines up for a 47 yard field goal attempt with just eight seconds left to play. Parcells wants a timeout to make Norwood think it's going to be a forty seven yard field goal attempt Frank Reich will be the holder when the ball is snapped timeout New York eight seconds left Adam Lingner will snap it. But D.D., I made reference to being in my best friend's basement at the time. It was like one of the first Super Bowl memories that I can come up with and certainly a memorable one for a lot of different reasons. But Bill Parcells tells one of his players on the field to call a timeout to make him think about it a little bit longer. Norwood's kick, obviously, sails to the right Parcells. He gets the Gatorade bath. There's pictures all over social media. All right, there was no social at the time. But if there was, you would have seen it. Trust me, Norwood, he ends his career 61% on field goals from 40 to 49 yards out. But maybe those extra few seconds to think about it, Aditi, might have actually had a huge effect on the result of that kick.
1: Maybe, you know, and I can't find... We, of course, couldn't get a hold of Scott Norwood, and I can't find any reference to whether he said that did indeed screw with him. But I will say that after that, we started seeing more coaches do it. And, you know, like, let's go back to the Raiders trying to get into Adam Venateri's head during the Uh famous tuck rule game in the snow. Of course, we always talk about it as the tuck rule. It's that divisional playoff matchup between the Raiders and New England 2002.
2: Well, you see John Gruden yelling at his players. He wants to take a timeout. You know, I've talked to kickers, situations like this. I say, when you get ice, does it bother you when they do that? And they go, no, they love it. It just gives them more time to prepare and get ready for the kick.
1: So ultimately, it didn't matter. Vinatieri delivered the game winner, and then he did the exact same thing after being, quote-unquote, iced in Super Bowl thirty-eight two years later in 2004. He hit the game winner against the Panthers. And, you know, Vinatieri was, of course, known for making the big kicks his whole entire career, whether yeah. he was iced, whether he was not, whatever. But today, think about how many times we see a coach sprint down a sideline to call a timeout just before the ball is snapped. You made this point before... Bill Parcells had to tell one of his players because until 2006, Mike, it was only players on the field who were allowed to call that timeout.
3: Oh, Bill Parcells just ahead of the game. That's <laughs> abundantly clear. All right. So the more recent iteration of icing from the sideline was actually started by Mike Shanahan in week number two of the 2006 season. Shanahan actually iced Oakland kicker Sebastian Janikowski, who, by the way, could just drill him, it felt like, from miles away. He actually put a 52-yarder through the uprights as the whistle was was blown. On the re-kick, he missed, and the coach icing floodgates were certainly open. In fact, and this is kind of a cool little tidbit here, Aditi, Oakland coach Lane Kiffin, whose team was on the receiving end of that Shanahan icing, got a little bit of revenge the very next week when he iced Cleveland's Phil Dawson. That led to a blocked kick upon that retry, and in the post-game press conference, Kiffin actually said, I learned that from Mike, referring to Shanahan. Thanks, Mike. And if you follow Lane (coughs) Kiffin on social media, you know he's got no problem trolling anyone. I can't imagine If that was uh, if Twitter was around at that point, some of the tweets that Coach Kiffin would have been sending out after icing a kicker and it working.
1: Well, Mike, don't they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery? Oh Yes. And another cliche for us in the NFL. It is a copycat league. So, of course, Lane Kiffin saw what Mike Shanahan did, how it worked. He would try it again. But let me tell you this. The act of icing a kicker was not without controversy. You know, just a year after a rule was implemented to allow coaches to call timeouts on the sideline and not just require their players on the field to do it, there was actually a conversation that the NFL should perhaps ban icing the kicker. So in 2007, at the time, the head of officiating was Mike Pereira. And Mike Pereira said then, it is the unintended consequence of a good rule change And what he meant was the ability for coaches to call timeouts. He said, I don't think any of us projected it would be used this way. It just doesn't seem right. But kicker Jay Feely at the very same time that same year says, look, I understand the strategy at the same time. There are a lot of plays that the NFL has outlawed because they say it is deceptive in nature. I think this falls under the same category. It's deceptive. Is it actually really deceptive?
3: It's got that vibe, but it's that look, it's not illegal to do it. And this is kind of how the rules have played out. I understand why people would get upset, especially if I was a kicker, having to think about that kick and be knocked out of my normal routine.
1: But is that not part of your job to be so mentally tough that no matter what you have to nail that kick?
3: Yes, that is a part of your job, but the problem is not everyone is mentally tough enough to be able to handle those situations. maybe you shouldn't be an NFL kicker. Well, every team needs a kicker. I I mean... Isn't
1: that the difference between Justin Tucker and, you know, some of these
3: other people? Yeah, but there's only one Justin Tucker is the problem. And someone still needs to go out there and kick. I'm with you. There is... There's some gamesmanship surrounding this. But look, the league's just said, look, like, this is what the deal is and allowed Ice to continue. And it's blessed us with, I think, some of the cool, memorable moments that we've seen in the past. So Bailey, who kicked a successful 49-yarder only to have the
2: timeout by Jason Garrett, force him to do it again, misses.
1: Mike, how insane is that? That was 2011, and Cowboys coach Jason Garrett actually iced his own kicker. Dan Bailey nailed the 49-yarder, but Garrett had called a timeout, and on the re-kick, he missed, and so Arizona beat Dallas in overtime.
3: That's one of those moments where you say to yourself, it's like when a coach is on the sideline and his player does something that you don't like, and you're like, no, 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 but then it works out. You go, oh, yes, that's okay. This is sort of like that, except it's the exact opposite. So certainly a <laughs> buzzkill from that perspective, but it did give us one of those cool little moments. But there was also the 2018 wild card game between the Bears and the Eagles, Chicago's uh. Cody Barkey actually drilled a 43-yarder just as a timeout was called. But upon the re-kick, we got this.
2: And, oh, he hits the upright again!
0: That's impossible! Oh, my goodness. The Bears' season's going to end on a double doink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mike, if you ask anybody right now... Of course, we all think of that as the double doink and it will live forever in Bears lore. But let me tell you, there was actually a version of a double doink even before that. 2007, Joe Gibbs. He was so excited about the prospect of icing Buffalo kicker Ryan Lindell that as Lindell lined up for a potential 51-yard game-winning field goal, Gibbs called a timeout. As the bills lined up again, he called a second timeout. Mike, take a listen.
0: Washington may not call consecutive timeouts, and in this case, to freeze the kicker. By rule, this is unsportsmanlike conduct. Fifteen-yard penalty, automatic first down.
1: And guess what happened, Mike? Instead of a,
0: you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one concept. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like You see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going guard, and then on I'm top not of that. like that, see that?
3: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out my room crying tears. <laughs> crying tears, I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going
0: to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs>
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: 51-yard field goal, it turned into a 36-yard field goal. And, of course, Lindell put it through for the win.
3: Uh, good effort by Coach Gibbs. Uh, not the worst <laughs> idea in the world. Um, if he probably knew the rule, he would not have executed that second timeout. But nonetheless, it was definitely one of those unforgettable moments. But there's obviously a ton of instances where a kicker might melt under the pressure of being iced, and others are known for having ice in their veins. But what do the numbers say, Aditi? The numbers, they speak you volumes. Love are kickers. Really affected by the simple act of a short interruption to their pre-kick ritual. Coming up after the break, the data—it doesn't lie. Does icing the kicker actually work? We have the answer coming up next on the NFL Explain Podcast.
0: America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband in more and more places, so you can do more with up to ten times faster speeds. You can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes. That's faster than your morning coffee run. Lights, camera, coffee. And while you're at it, go on and download a whole series in minutes or a new song in seconds. A one, a two, a one, two, oh, it's done? Stock up on all that entertainment, and sure, you can download work files faster, too, if you have to. So you can quickly get back to all these great movies, shows, and songs you've just gotten your hands on. Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband is now in more and more places. Verizon is going ultra, so you can, too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas. Most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary, not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds. Downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization.
3: Build the team that will build your
1: business. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. Hire at home or in 180 countries around the world to find the right talent for whatever your business needs. Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. Welcome back to NFL Explained. We're in search of the answer to this very key question, Michael Yam. Does icing the kicker... Actually, work. So in 2007, Mike, then head coach Jeff Fisher, who was part of the NFL's competition committee, said, I think as soon as a head coach ices a kicker and the kick is missed and then re kicked and made, we're just not going to see this ever again. But whoa, was Coach yeah. Fisher wrong, Mike? Icing has been rampant across the league. So let's do one of your favorite things. Let's go ahead and do a data dive and see if icing the kicker actually works. I'll go back to what you laid out at the very top of the show. The statistical parameters when we are considering icing means that there have to be less than two minutes remaining in regulation, or we need to be in overtime. The kicking team can't be up by any more than eight, and the kicking team's max hole can't be any greater than three. So according to this definition above, there have been 541 instances of icing since 1993 that includes the playoffs and so drum roll mike what does the data say about those five hundred and forty one instances of ice.
3: Okay, Aditi, I'm not going to lie. I saw these numbers and I almost don't want to give them because I can't get over what the results are. (laughs) I almost don't believe it. But I know our research team is phenomenal and they wouldn't lie to us and they wouldn't lie to our (laughs) listeners. But let's take a look at some of these numbers since 93 in the field goal range between 20 and 29 yards. Kicks that were iced were converted 90 percent of the time not iced 93% of the time. So there is a little bit of a difference in that range that does favor maybe icing the kicker in some of those moments. From 30 to 39 yards, kickers buried 91% of their field goals when they were iced, 85% when they were not iced, which is sort of an interesting development. From 40 to 49 they bury 66% of their field goals when they're iced versus 69% when they're not iced. And then 50 plus yards, 51% they convert when they're iced, 50% when they're not iced. So overall, when you kick and you are iced, you'll still be able to hit it 75% of the time, not iced 76%. So There's just a little bit of statistical differences overall, and I guess we net out at it really doesn't matter. In fact, on those kicks, once again, of 50-plus yards, those are the ones that feel the most pressure. Kickers are actually making more kicks when they are iced, which, once again, Aditi, I almost can't wrap my head around it because I think about the NBA and guys when they're trying to knock down free throws and coaches that call timeouts so you think about those free throws. I feel like it is so abundantly clear that icing free throw shooters actually has a bigger effect, and that's why I want to say these kickers are feeling it, but the numbers, they don't say that. That's the case, Aditi.
1: Okay, so Mike, it actually seems that if you give the kicker a little bit more time, a little bit more time to account for the win, to gauge for the win, to figure out what the field is like, to think, it might be better. And I have another piece of evidence for that. We had our stats crew get even more granular. So we looked at if there was only five seconds or less remaining in regulation. Since 1993, kickers have made 72.1% of their kicks when they were iced with five or less seconds remaining in regulation. If they were not iced, they made only 68.8% of their kicks. So kickers are actually more successful when they are Iced on kicks that are essentially the final play of the game. A little extra time may not be a bad thing.
3: I almost don't believe it. Like, I know the numbers are the numbers. I just, it's hard for me to (laughs) wrap my head around the fact that icing is not really affecting some of these kickers. And maybe because there is a robotic nature to it. I mean, I feel like, Aditi, every time, you know, you and I have been on a football field and you see the the preparation and the setup— It's the same routine every single time. And I think that's why I feel like if you ice the kicker, you're messing up the routine. But I guess the reality is it's not having as much of an effect as I think coaches feel like and certainly that that I thought heading into the show.
1: Well, it's the same thing that you just said, right? You called it robotics. So what difference does it make if you do it now or if you do it five seconds from now or 30 seconds from now or, you know, a minute from now? We talked about Adam Vinatieri earlier. Obviously, no kicker's been iced more than the NFL's all time leading scorer. Thirteen times he was iced in his career. Ten oh. of the 13 he converted. But, you know, the most ice cold kicker of all time actually is Matt Prater, who was iced ten times. And go ahead. Give me a guess. On those ten, how many did he actually convert?
3: Uh, nine. Ten. Oh, dude, the 100%. And
1: five of them were for more than 40 yards.
3: That's ice in the veins.
1: David Akers, he was 10 for 11 in his career on his icing attempts. And then, of course, Justin Tucker, friend of the pod, our dear friend, who, of course, was on our third podcast ever, all on Goalposts. Well, he's the NFL's most accurate kicker of all time. Nobody's even bothered icing him since 2016. And I'll tell you this way back in 2013, he was asked about being iced. And he said exactly what I just said to you earlier. Tucker said, if anything, it gives you a little bit more time to pick out your aiming point. I don't think it has any bearing on what happens in live game action. So there it is. The GOAT, the friend of the podcast, the new record setter in the NFL with that 66 yard field goal. Justin Tucker giving his thoughts to us. Case is closed, Mike.
3: Yeah, look, if, if it's Prater or it's Tucker, you don't even have to even ask. Those are the two guys that can make the claim that icing doesn't matter because you're not even going to bother icing Tucker and Prater obviously was good for 100% there. So it makes sense to hear that from the goat of all kickers and Justin Tucker. Once again, if you missed that episode on Field Goal posts, go back and take a listen. It was awesome. But for coaches though, icing a kicker, just one way that they can make sure that that game doesn't go into the locker room with timeouts in their pocket. One of the cardinal sins of coaching. Icing has become so commonplace that not doing it is more likely to get called out in a post-game pressure. So in 2010, Falcons head coach Mike Smith said... We've been two for two on our icing. I know that somebody's got the statistics out there that it probably doesn't help. I can just speak to the experiences that I've had and it definitely has worked for us. So Aditi, you got one head coach that has done it before that says, you know what? Icing is something that we're gonna continue to do because we've had success with it.
1: All right, fine. Whatever makes you feel that you can sleep best at night. However, if you wanna feel like you've used all your timeouts, you've thrown everything at it, you've given it every attempt, great.
3: All right. What's the supreme measuring stick for all football?
1: If you tell me that it's a video game. If yeah. you tell me it's Madden, uh, yeah. Okay. Remember, so, I don't play video games,
3: so that's fine. So, uh, and yet we're still friends. I don't know how that's possible, but <laughs> all right. So everything centers around Madden, right? Like I think about my childhood. I think about my days in college. Just what you learn about the game when you're hitting those buttons. All right. Final note here, because I know there's a ton of gamers out there that are probably listening to this pod, and I know what that industry—it's been exploding. So how about this? Madden Football, the video game, has actually added a feature that allows for icing the kicker. The data, and we've laid it out, Aditi, the data actually says maybe there's not much of a difference, but tell you what, in the Madden football game, it actually makes the kick a little bit more difficult. So, and this is like the most un-Mike Yam thing ever to say, don't go with the numbers.
1: You do know that Madden's not reality.
3: What are you talking about? They got the players and the names and I can control that's that is reality.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's how I roll. So I'm icing the kickers, Aditi. And I don't know <laughs> if you would either, but you've been around enough people. And look, you said this at the beginning of this episode. That if you're getting paid to play and you're a professional athlete, shouldn't you be tough enough to not have icing affect you? There's the human element.
1: Which is exactly why I'm not a fan of it. Like, I, I just don't think it makes a difference. And if anything, the numbers tell us that icing gives them more time. Not only the numbers, but Justin Tucker tells us that icing gives you a little bit more time. I think that when you have time, you can take a breath. You can slow things down. And if you just have to rush out there and do it, something might be missed. So if I'm a head coach, I am not icing the opposing kicker. And if I'm a head coach, I'm never in a game that's close enough where, you know, the kicker could beat me in the last five seconds.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Supreme confidence there. Oh, well, let's play each other in Madden. I'll be icing you all day and you're not going to be making any of those kicks. But we would love to hear from you guys about this because as much as I feel like the numbers tell one story, there's the whole psychology around it. And it speaks to one of our other episodes too, right? On fourth down and going forward on fourth down. Does it make sense to go and do it? The numbers actually say that you should. There is that psychological. Time out,
1: Time out! Timeout, timeout, oh. timeout. How'd that go for you, Mike?
3: I was just pausing. I was like, I didn't know you were stopping the record. I didn't know if this was like a real deal or not. Uh, No,
1: I'm not stopping the record. Mike, that was the whole point. I was icing you.
3: Oh, so it's all good. Now I'm going to go out and stumble and fumble to make my point stronger that icing actually does work as opposed to trying to be a smooth host on this podcast. I'm screwed either way. But look, the numbers, at least on fourth down show that going for it, you're probably going to be more successful. And yet at the same time, there's a psychological effect surrounding it. And I think when it comes to icing the kickers, the numbers say, you know what? It's not going to make a difference. But if I'm on the sideline and I think I got one last little bullet in the chamber that might help my team win and it's icing the kicker. Damn right. I'm calling timeout to try to make that work. And maybe some people are calling me crazy and say, hey, Mike, the numbers sell one story. But I'd love to hear from some of our listeners about this. We've been getting great feedback on social media, on Twitter. People have been firing off questions to us at a at Mike underscore. Yam. you can use the hashtag NFL explain. And if you think that icing the kickers actually work, we would love Love to hear from you.
1: It doesn't work. But anyway, everybody, thanks for joining us once again. That is Icing the Kicker Explained. Brought to you by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at upwork.com.
0: America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places with up to 10 times faster speeds. You can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes. Verizon is going ultra. So you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary, not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring,
2: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Some 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
0: Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh?
2: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves.
0: So we could go
3: surfing. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool.
0: I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's
3: do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby.
0: Wait.